We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Kits and Wagers. I am Adam Zadroik, joined by Chris Owen and who is this? John McCatchin. Oh, he, he doesn't have a name tag on him. Yes, Rotowire's own John McCatchin. Welcome to Kits and Wagers for the second time this season. You took over before, uh, was it back in October, November? That's right. Welcome into the dynamic duo we got here. Yeah, it feels good to be uh, on the bench here, uh, chopping it up, talking some soccer here. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a real font of knowledge. So, uh, you know, <laughs> really, I'm sure you guys will be leaning on me a lot during this one. Yeah, we got so we got the Sounders jersey. You guys are going to the Sounders match on Saturday against the Galaxy. We have we have a little, you know, this is a Premier League show, but we got a special MLS bet right here right at the start. John, who is your pick in this match? You know, I'm not I'm not going to fly 3,000 miles across the country to do anything less than to support my beautiful Seattle Sounders. So, um, give me give me the Sounders. What's it? Plus 120 over yeah. there on the DraftKings sportsbook. Give me all of that Galaxy. They're going down. Everyone knows it. Sounders are due. Uh, that's the great gambler's fallacy. But no, it's true this time. Uh, you know, Sounders just have it, and you know we're, we got the home field advantage. We got the loud stadium. We're going to be in attendance, making it even louder. I mean, it. you know, this is free money I'm printing out for you all right now. All right, there we go. Free money, plus 120 on the Sounders. Chris, what do you have to say about that? I'm actually going to go the other route here. Uh, the Sounders have struggled to begin the MLS season. They are, they've are they lost both games, haven't scored a goal. They've been playing in uh, CONCACAF Champions League the past couple weeks. They did get a big 3-0 result over uh, Lyon. Uh, I think that was, was that Wednesday night. And, uh, so they're just, they're playing on a short week. It's the beginning of the season. MLS teams not really necessarily built for these, these, uh, short weeks and don't have the biggest roster. So because they haven't won yet in the MLS and LA galaxy have won their first two games, they beat, uh, New York city FC one nil a couple weeks ago. And then they beat, they went into Charlotte with for Charlotte's inaugural, uh, I guess franchise opening match, and they also won that game one hundred and two. So I think I'm. I like the odds. We'll double up the odds from what John went with. They're at plus two hundred and fifty on DraftKings. So I, I think I'm going to go with the LA Galaxy there. And then an, another layer of that is the fact that I've been to. I think the last four Sounders games I've been to, they've all either drawn or lost. So I just don't feel particularly confident in me being in the building and them winning a, winning a soccer match. 
It's reasonable enough. All right. Well, there you go. That's MLS corner. John, are you, st are you okay? You're taking off. <laughs> I, I won't distract you all any, any further. Uh, <laughs> all right. Give the good people the, the good EPL content that they need. But thanks all for right, having me. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks for thanks for the bet. Thanks for the Sounders bet. We'll see what happens. Sound off. <laughs> all right, Chris. What, what's your kit? What do you got? So we're going to be talking about this match, and it's my guy. So I had to whip out the Leicester City Jamie Vardy jersey. He has you know struggled with injuries throughout the season. But I believe did he score last match ma match week or the the match week before? He's hurt. Did you know? Oh, he's not green. playing. Okay, well. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, didn't uh, he's hurt. So. He just got hurt. Actually, he's, he has like a knee injury. Okay, well, good good stuff. I, I guess I probably should have checked that out before. But uh, we are going to be talking about the Leicester City match. Um, I love Jamie Vardy. Not going to be playing, but uh, yeah. So I, I figured I'd whip it out here. I've, I've done enough of the Sounders games and, uh, and or the, enough of the Sounders jerseys, enough of the Liverpool jerseys. So I, you know, I had to go back to uh, to the well with a good one. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just going back to. Uh, Is that a Adams Drake? Yep, Adams Drake, Dirk Kite, number seventeen, the Pure West. I didn't know what to pick out. I had you know, I had I had a couple choices, but. I didn't want to think about it too much. I saw this this blue and gold beauty, and I just put it on. So here here we are. We got back to the high school days of Adams and Drake. Love it. Just knocking goals in by the boatload, I imagine, back then. <laughs> That's right. Yep. The least, I think it was 1.21 goals per 90 minutes was was my stat at the end of the day. Except yeah, for 80 what minutes. Was your, so. your expected right. goal. Total yeah, my expected season. goal, well, that was, two, well, my expected goal is 1.22, and I scored 1.21, so I was, I was really right. efficient, as you can tell, so. Yeah, right in line with what we'd expect from you. <laughs> All right, so here we go, odds page at rotowire.com, sports betting, we're going to be talking three matches as usual, giving our best bets, and first match of the day, we got a slow Saturday, because we've had a busy midweek, we got Manchester United home against Tottenham. Manchester United plus 140. Tottenham plus 195. You can get the draw plus 245. You got two teams with uh, two fan bases that, you know, it, it seems like it's pretty much off and on every match. It's uh, either this team is awesome or Manchester United get hammered by Manchester City. Uh, Tottenham dominate leads or they lose against Burnley. So what's going to happen in this one? Great question. I think most noteworthy here is the uh, the opponents that they, they faced recently. And then <clears throat> this is a huge week for Manchester United. Obviously, they're you know, going to play Tottenham here this weekend. But are they going to be looking ahead to next week's uh, second leg of the Champions League against Atletico Madrid? So we're asking a lot out of them. Tottenham, you know, in their last couple of matches here, they won 5-0. They beat, uh, was it Leeds 4-0? So they've been scoring goals the last two matches. In the middle, sandwiched in the middle of that, they did drop that, uh, that pretty de uh, devastating FA Cup match to Middlesbrough. So we're getting a little bit of everything from them. I think that uh, just given United are, are on a, they're, you know, in, in a very compact schedule, and the fact that it's a really important week. I think I, I like Tottenham here. You don't get a ton of value when it comes to the over goals. You know, you're to get plus odds, you're going to have to go to over three and a half goals. That's plus 175. If you really felt confident, um, I mean, minus 140 for, for over two and a half goals isn't my favorite. So I'm, I'm kind of shying away from that myself. But I would, I would take Tottenham in this particular match. I think, you know, 
plus 195 is is really good odds. And, and I think that uh, just given how they've played the last two matches, finding the back of that consistently and facing the United side who are going to have a really tight week. Uh, I think I like them in this particular match. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even mention. So Cristiano Ronaldo missed the midweek match. He has a hip problem. Apparently he was training today. He may be able to start Edinson Cavani also may be able to start. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. They started Anthony Alanga at forward midweek, and then they had Sancho and Pogba on the wings. And doesn't look like McTominay is going to be able to play. So that's the main thing. As for Tottenham, uh, they're pretty healthy. I don't think they have really any questions there. They've been starting Kulishevsky, Son, and Kane up front, and they've been pretty dynamic. I guess Segnin's out, but uh, Sergio Regulon has been playing there in the wing for him. Um, you know, my original lean was go with the over. I was looking at both teams to score, no draw kind of thing. You can get plus 145 on that. One one worrying thing is that it seems like Manchester United play more defensive at home. If you look at their the recent results, there's been five, there's been six goals in their last five home matches. Some of that has to do with matchups, you know, recent games against Watford, Brighton kind of thing. So uh, that kind of has me tentative. Uh, I know, I know both the, I, you know, I keep seeing these managers come out. It's like last week it was Norwich were in a, a must not lose situation. I've seen managers this week. It was Ragnick. It was like, we can't, we can't lose this match against Tottenham. Like this is a race for the top four kind of a thing. And obviously like the whole match Tottenham, both bound for top four. And I mean, the, you look at the Tottenham results, and as I mentioned, you got the random loss at Burnley in there, but you also have the 3-2 win at Manchester City. You got the four goals at Leeds, three goals at, at Leicester. So I'm going to still lean the – for some reason, uh, this Conte Spurs team is is scoring more than – is playing more. I don't know. Maybe they're better on the counter than, than his previous teams have been, but they're, the Tottenham's matches have been more high scoring than, I guess – previous Conte teams, I guess you could say. So that's kind of where I'm leaning with that one. Yeah, 13 goals in their last four matches. They scored three on one of the best back lines in the EPL in Manchester City. Obviously, Leeds have their own defensive issues. but And then anytime you can go out and score five goals, um, you know, the um, last week, you know, I, I think that's a big deal. And yeah, I definitely think that Tottenham's got a, a much better chance here than Manchester United, especially if Cristiano Ronaldo's out of the lineup. Yeah, well, do you think they're better with Cristiano Ronaldo or someone like Cavani? I don't know. There's been times where it's like, it's kind of like the Lukaku situation at Chelsea. It's like maybe they're better without Lukaku and maybe Manchester United are better with someone like Cavani on the pitch because he just fits what everyone else does. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a tough decision here because both both Lukaku and Ronaldo came in the summer. We expected them to just knock in goals by the boatload. And they haven't really been, I mean, Ronaldo a little bit more so than Lukaku has, but they haven't been doing it to the level that probably everyone thought. And so I think, you know, Ralph Ragnick is definitely like a system coach. And he kind of, you know, we've seen in the past at his previous clubs that he can kind of just plug players in and they perform to his style. And a player like Ronaldo is kind of like an outlier whereas he kind of has always just played his own game. He's, you know, just a super freak athlete. And, um, yeah, I think they might – weird to say, but I think they might be better off with Ronaldo out of the lineup. Oh, man, all right. No love for Ronaldo. And, 
Reminder, I still got the uh, under 20 and a half goal bet on yeah, that. So we need to, yeah, going back to our, our uh, previous futures podcast <laughs> where uh, Adam took, uh, he still has the under, under, do you say 20 and a half goals for Ronaldo this season? Yeah. It's looking pretty good. It's looking good, but hey, <laughs> we still got 10, 10 weeks left. So Absolutely. nothing is guaranteed yet. Yeah. All right. So next, next match. We're going from a top four battle to, you know, we always have to include a relegation battle. It's it's just inevitable on kits and wagers. So we're going. Leeds, yes, Leeds is in the relegation battle. They are playing terribly. They're home against Norwich. We can get Leeds are, even though they're playing bad, minus so that, Jesse Marsh. Jesse Marsh is his third match as Leeds manager. They're minus 175 to win. Norwich, plus 475. And then you have the drop plus 330. You can get over two and a half goals, minus 150, over three and a half, plus 155. And then under two and a half is plus 125. Are you going with Leeds? What do you think? Oh, it's it's so tough to see them at minus 175 when they – when's the last time they won a game? I think we have to go – I have to double check that, but we have to go back like months almost. Um and so they lost, was it 3-0 to Aston Villa midweek? They're on a short week. They're, they haven't scored that many goals. Norwich, on the other hand, they you know they did find the back of the net yesterday, also on a short week. But I think just based on the fact that I can't take a, a team that's struggled as badly as Leeds at minus 175, I don't feel great about that. But if I, on the other side of that spectrum, you know, Norwich City, if you go double chance – you can get them at plus 145. So you're going to get a, a draw or a win here. And you're getting, honestly, pretty good odds against the lead side that has struggled. They're on their second you know, manager in about in two, three weeks here. And they can't seem to find the back of the net. So I don't, I'd honestly prefer Norwich at plus 145 on the double chance as my, as my bet on this game. I do not disagree with that. Uh, you know, it's Norwich. insane to see them at minus 175. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Norwich. They need points. I, I thought they would have putting up some some better fights recently. They kind of killed me, maybe not killed me, but um, they were unfortunate, I guess, to lose. It was last weekend against Brentford, and I had, I can't remember what I might have had them to win. I might have had them uh, win or draw. I think I mean I know they're underdogs in that match, but like. They came out in that match. They're firing right away. They're outplaying them the first 20 or so minutes. And then Brentford got kind of a random goal for Ivan Tony. And then they got pretty two unlucky PKs against them. And in the middle of that, Norwich had a PK that wasn't called for them. And so it was just an unfortunate match overall. Like you see the 3-1 loss home to Brentford, but I don't think that the number there isn't that bad. And then, I mean, there are other games between those. It's just been a difficult schedule. So I don't think Norwich are playing terrible, but I do. I am kind of surprised the over here is minus 150, which is unfortunate. I do think there's going to be goals in this match. So Dean Smith basically came out today and said uh, they want to play more up and down because they opened that Chelsea match with five defenders pretty much. They played five guys on the back line. And at halftime, they, they sw- swapped it up. Uh, got rid of the three center backs, went back to their two center backs, played more attacking. And I think they actually, it was a one, one in the second half uh, against Chelsea. And 
I think like like Norwich, they're not going to sit back and accept bottom of the table, seventeen points. Like they're not going to accept that. I think both these teams. I don't know about. I still don't know what what March's March's plan for Leeds is, which is why it's it's kind of difficult here. Uh, you know, they played pretty well against Leicester, and then Aston Villa was was pretty tough. They're three no loss, but I I think there's going to be goals. I don't know if I want to. Three over three and a half goals at plus one fifty five. I'll say I'll say I like that. That that is a lot of goals in a Norwich match, but I think this could be a spot where maybe both teams are scoring two goals. Yeah, we do, we you know the the swap from what they were playing under uh, Marcelo Bisla to what Marsh is operating under now. It's just been we haven't seen any. You know they played much better in that first game, and then the three zero loss to Aston Villa you didn't see any of those, those changes that you kind of saw in the first match where they, they look to improve and, and obviously drop that game in a, in a major way. There's some huge matches on the slate. And this, this one is maybe the one that I'm going to be eyeing the most, you know, the other one being that uh, the, the previous match that we talked about. Um, but when we're, when we get to the, as we call it, the business end of the season here, these relegation matches are, are my favorite part of it because these these like might be like tear inducing losses if they don't pull them out. So I'm I'm intrigued by this one the most, and I just don't understand that why Leeds is so heavily favored. You know they're getting like odds where if it was like a top five or four side playing one of these you know mid table to lower tier t- table teams that I don't think they've honestly earned. And so I, I still think I still think I like Norwich in this, and I'm not the the goals spectrum of it. Whereas Leeds haven't scored. You know they haven't scored in the past two matches against teams who have been who have conceded goals. So I, I just don't feel super confident about going with the over either myself. Yeah, Leeds allowed the most goals in the league, sixty four. Norwich right. second in the league at sixty one. So well, maybe that does make sense. But we're gonna have to see a Leeds side start scoring some goals, unless we think Norwich is gonna put up like three to four goals. Uh, speaking of goals, there is. A slight chance Patrick Bamford returns the starting 11. I'm not sure if he's actually ready. He played 32 minutes, I want to say, in their last match. But again, I mean, he really hasn't played much since September. So I'm not sure he's actually going to get the start. But if Bamford's in, uh, he's like, he kind of changes everything for him. Like when he's on the pitch, he's like, we saw it last season. So uh, I definitely, I mean, both teams to score here is minus 150. You could. I'd consider both teams to score no draw. That's plus 140. So you're getting, instead of, you know, betting on the over three and a half, you're still getting like a 2-1 type of result. So, yeah. Do you think, uh, would it be Rodrigo or Dan James that drops out of the starting 11 if Bamford comes back in? Or somebody else? I, don't, I feel like, you know, it's, they're playing with, we have Dan James as, as the forward on Rotowire. Uh, yeah, um, it kind of, I'd say Rodrigo would drop, but I, I mean, it just depends. I like I said, Jesse Marsh, like he's done a four-two-three in these first two matches. But like, if you look back at Leipzig, like he he tinkered constantly yeah. uh, when he was their manager. And I mean, sure, a lot of that was some poor results. And I guess he's coming off two poor results here. And then I mean, they lost Junior Furpo. He's going to be out. So uh, Stuart Dallas has been playing midfield, so he's probably going to move back to left back. So they're going to have to swap some things around. Like there could be. I don't know, three, four, two, one, like that would, that would allow pretty much uh, all those guys in with Bamford and you'd probably kick like click out of the lineup or four shot lineup, that kind of thing. So it's, you know, we just, 
we just don't really know what uh, Marsh is going to do after his two poor results. Like there's a chance uh, he just changed the formation. So that's, that's something to watch out for though. Yeah, totally. All right. So in the next match, we got Arsenal home against Leicester. Arsenal do not, or they did not have a midweek match. And that's kind of why I like them. Leicester, they played Thursday in the Europa Conference League. And we got Arsenal minus 200 to win. Leicester plus 500. You can get the draw plus 360. This is another match expecting goals. This one over two and a half is minus 160. Over three and a half plus 155. And then under two and a half plus 125. So almost the exact same implied goal total as a Leeds Norwich match. Are you thinking Arsenal in this in this spot as well or what? Just in the beginning of the season, when we did our first Futures podcast, I talked about how Mikel Arteta might be the first, you know, the next manager sacked. And what has he gone out? You know, he's gone out and just made me look like a fool. So I think I, I can't necessarily go against Arsenal here. They're playing so well lately. You know, they, they've what won four straight. And prior to that, they, they drew the, another match. So it's like they're playing great. They're pushing for that top four. I mean, they're currently in, in the top four with – Two games in hand, three games in hand on United and West Ham. So I think, you know, I, I got to go Arsenal here. And as you mentioned to begin the podcast, no Jamie Vardy, which is a pretty big deal for Leicester City, who who seemed to, like, I mean, they, they go as Jamie Vardy goes, which has been the case for, like, the last five years. But I just, I think Arsenal, given their current form and given the fact that, you know, Leicester are going to be missing a key piece, I think I still am going to go Arsenal in this particular one. Yeah, wrote about this match. Almost was almost going to make it my best bet, but rotowire.com got the usual betting article up. I have uh, Arsenal minus one and a half. I just like that they're going to be arrested, and Leicester is not going to be arrested, and they're already you know battling. They don't have a ton of depth in in their front, and then they have their issues uh, on their back line. Let me pull up the. Expected starting 11 here, but like uh, Chidauri, basically a defensive midfielder, has been playing right back for him. There's a chance James Justin comes in. He started midweek, but I, I doubt he starts twice on a short week. Ricardo Pereira isn't also an option, but, uh, you know, he's coming back from a muscle injury. So you got those questions. James Madison also isn't a guarantee to start because he also has an issue. So, like, you have all these questions. There's a chance Madison doesn't start as well. And they played midweek. And then you just look at Arsenal. Uh, I pulled up their – oh, sorry. I wasn't even looking at the lineups page here on, if you're watching. But I pulled up the table, and I was surprised to see Arsenal have nine home wins in 13 matches. Nine home wins in 13 matches. That's 22 goals scored, 10 goals allowed. And then you look at Leicester here. Negative seven goal differential away from home. They've lost six of 12 matches away from home. So, I mean, all the numbers here point to Arsenal scoring goals, scoring against inconsistent back line, and, you know, going against a team that doesn't have Vardy and may not be starting someone like James Madison. So all signs point to Arsenal here. Yeah, I totally agree. I was just taking a peek at some of the total, the anytime goal scoring odds here. It's always, it's just been interesting to me to see Alexander Lacazette used typically leading Arsenal's anytime goal scoring, but he's, you know, he's like what third on there, on their, 
No, he's like he's only got what is it? Four goals, three goals this season. So um, below him, you can get uh, Emil Smith Rowe, who should be back from COVID. Uh, he was out for COVID, I think, right? And uh, so he should be back. He had scored in, in his uh, match prior to being absent for the past two. And then uh, Bukayo Saka, you can get at uh, what is he? Plus one sixty. I kind of like Saka. Yeah, same. He scored in what two of the past three matches. You get pretty good odds there, so I think I would I would entertain the idea of that if I was like, oh, you know, maybe there's an anytime goal scorer I want to go for. Uh, Lester, not great defensively, so I think I, w- I would uh, entertain that one. Saka has a goal in six of his past eight matches, or he has six goals in his last eight matches. So, I mean, he has like I don't know. He's been their he's been their top goal scorer more than Lacazette, who plays basically as a central forward. So uh, plus 160, like you, I guess you can uh, – I mean, you could throw that in, same game parlay type, get a get a goal in Saka, Arsenal minus one and a half, and I don't know, do something else with that. And I, I think that's the route to go. Just we'll see what – I mean, you can wait and see what Leicester's lineup looks like. But Yeah. All right. The, any, any thoughts on this Monday standalone match? We got Crystal Palace at home against Manchester City. The reverse fixture was the random Crystal Palace one – 2-0 at Manchester City. Any thoughts on that? City are just too good. I, you know, Crystal Palace play what it seems like everybody really tough, but I think City City are just too too good for them to drop this match there. Uh, I don't I don't see a way where I mean I guess there could be a potential way because there always is, but I think City are just too much of a well-oiled machine and uh, they they should play pretty much everybody this week. So I don't I don't think that there's I don't see Crystal Palace taking points away from this one. You can't see a way after Crystal Palace won the last meeting? I don't there think so. Senior, senior too good. And this, is, this might be a little reverse psychology here as a Liverpool fan. I kind of like, I'd be like, yeah, points. You know, where I'm rooting for them to hopefully, you know. But, you know, in my head, City are too good to drop points. I'm, in my heart, I'm hoping they drop points, but I just don't think it's possible. Yeah, it's I, I was I think I won. I, I was going to look at Crystal Palace like plus two or something, but those are not as good odds as I was hoping. It's like minus yeah. one fifty or something. So I'm not going to I'm not going to touch the plus one and a half because that's just always a, a slippery slope with with Manchester City. Totally. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so best bet time. Who should go first? So we were both incorrect last week. I guess we got to. I guess we <laughs> got to go. Yeah. I guess we got to do this. So Chris, you pointed out Brentford 
to beat to beat uh, Norwich or win or draw against Norwich or something, and then you picked uh, both teams to not score in the Manchester City mm-hmm. uh, Manchester United match. Yes. Yeah. And that was 4-1. I think that was over in, you know, one of those bets I was over in the first 20 minutes. 22 cause... minutes, yeah. Okay, yep. Manchester United got that goal. And then I didn't do anything smarter. I Maybe it was, it was uh, maybe the op, <laughs> maybe it was worse. I don't know. So I, I was, you know, I was confident in the over in that match. I think the over two and a half was like minus 110. I could have called it a day. I could have taken that. Instead, I was like, no, I think both teams are going to score because Southampton, you know, they've been scoring against everyone. Ward Prowse has been putting goals in uh, from free kicks every match. And then it was, nope, 4-0 and uh, another loss. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, I'm going to go first now because we're, we're both wrong. So You too. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm just going to stick on Aston Villa here. And it's just been – they they just been living in my head all season, and they really have. I'm not sure I've gotten an Aston Villa best bet correct this season, so this is going to be it. This is going to be it. I'm looking at Aston Villa. You can get them on a draw no bet at plus 145, and I I don't. They shouldn't be this big of underdogs in this matchup against West Ham. So West Ham, I already mentioned Leicester. They had a midweek Europa match, and West Ham they played Europa League. They were at Sevilla on Thursday West Ham are plus 140 to win I I know it's home but Aston Villa are playing pretty really well like this was something that we kind of saw coming going in the break they had a couple bad matches but it looks like they you know they finally figured things out and they're Steven Gerrard and Jared Bowen is not going to play he's been their best player this season like you take out Bowen they're already struggling to score uh, their last, I mean, I mean, you can look at the last three matches, 1-0 at Sevilla, 1-0 at Liverpool, 3-1 at Southampton. Okay, those are difficult matches. We can look at recent home matches, but I mean, it's 1-0 against Wolves, 1-1 against Newcastle, 1-0 against Watford, then they got a 3-2 loss against Leeds in there. So, I mean, iffy competition, low-scoring matches in which they're relying on defense, but I don't know if you can rely on your defense right here with Aston Villa playing the way that they are they're I mean, they're, they're cruising right now. Coutinho is awesome. Like uh, they only had, I mean, they only had 1.29 expected goals in that match, but you can get them at plus odds for a draw. No bet. Like I think it's reasonable to take actually, sorry. I wrote these odds. I think I wrote these odds down yesterday. It's now plus plus one twenty. So there you go. Uh, the money is coming in at Aston Villa. Uh, you can also get them at plus 250 to win. So it looks like it's only plus 120 now, but I still like it. Uh, draw no bet there, Aston Villa. Yeah, and the way Villa's been playing, you know, they've sh- three straight shutouts, score multiple goals. I-, I looked at this one too, and I, I think Aston Villa's in a better place to-, to compete. But they have a huge end of the season too, which is interesting. You know, they're, what, mid-table ninth, I want to say? But they play West Ham, then you know who's currently sitting in fifth, I believe. And then they've got uh, Arsenal, the next match, who are fourth, and then they've got Wolves, who are pushing for it. Tottenham's pushing for Europe. Liverpool, Leicester City, 
Well, you know, they've got a really tough end of the end of the season here. So it'll be interesting if they can string together some wins. And yeah, I definitely thought Aston Villa, you know, has a better, is just playing better overall. So I'm, I'm intrigued by this bet. Yeah. Plus 120. What do you got for us? Yeah. So the last couple of weeks I've been, uh, you know, I do a little research here. I'm looking at the sports books and I, I see something that I like, I write it down and I just skip it over. So this has happened to me three straight weeks. And then like, as we talk through it, the, the matches, I'm like, ah, actually, I think I'm going to switch my best bet mid show because I get to talking about it. And I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah, actually that does sound better. The more that I, you know, explain it to myself this week, not even going to entertain that idea. I wrote down, uh, Burnley is playing uh, Brentford this week and the over two and a half goals is plus 140. So you're, you're the over is pretty low. Uh, they played earlier this season and I believe it was a Brentford win three, one. They haven't Burnley. played Burnley one three one. Yeah. And, um, they haven't played since I think it was, you know, prior to that it was like 2016. So we don't have a huge sample size on previous matches, but that was the previous one that we can look at. And so I, I just, I think, you know, over two and a half at plus plus one forty, you're getting good odds. Seems like a kind of a no-brainer for me. That's my best bet. Two of the worst offenses in the league over. Yes, over <laughs> two and a half. All over, right, yeah. Like yeah, a two-two-one a two, result here. You know, hopefully, pull me out of the doldrums of what's happened the last couple of weeks, and uh, just see what I like. Go with it. Yeah, this, so the match, I, I mentioned the, the Norwich-Brentford match earlier. So Brentford finished with 2.10 expected goals, which is not very much considering they had two PKs. Uh, I just want to point that out. But <laughs> I'm going with like what I got here, Adam. No, no, you should not listen to me, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I mean, both Burnley – you know, they need points. Uh, let me pull up the table here while we're talking. Burnley need points. Brentford are fine for the most part, but we got Burnley here at 21 points. They're sitting in relegation, and I don't know. They're going to have to come up on someone. Leeds and Everton are sitting right there, but, yeah. I mean, okay, let's do it. Over two and a half between Brentford and Burnley, we can get plus odds. So both our best bets are plus odds. So, you know, that's just more money to the people, more money. All right. We got anything, any more tidbits uh, to give to the people? Liverpool, Mo Salah, what, what do we, we got for his goal odds here? They're at Brighton here. I considered taking Liverpool minus one and a half, but I, I decided against it. But we got minus 110 on Salah. Plus 135, Jota. Mane's plus 160. Diaz plus 170. What do you got? Honestly, I mean, Salah hasn't scored in three matches, but uh, he did hit the post twice this week against Inter Milan. Could have been sitting on a hat trick. I, I would take minus 110. That's not too bad for Salah from what we've seen in you know other matches against, you know, against a, a similar opponent. Yeah, but what do we got? Joe Mott up here, plus 1,400. He hit the post, too, so should we take that bet? I mean, just considering the <laughs> center back, I would say no. Oh, well, he's probably going to score now. That, that, that was pointed out. I mean, we saw against who Who the heck was that when he took a little 1-2 and then just chipped it past the keeper? That was a couple uh, of weeks back. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I do remember that. I don't that, know. It was lead, wasn't it? Because it was two solid goals, two money goals, and then a Oh, yeah, it must have been. It must have been. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you want to go with Joel Mossy plus 1400, then, you know, look for a big payout. 
I'm just gonna do my tip. Uh, Mane, Salah, Parlay. That should be some good money right there. Yeah, let me know what you find, and maybe we can go go in on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's been Kits and Wagers. My best bet was draw no bet for Aston Villa, plus 120. Chris took over two and a half goals between Burnley and Brentford. That is plus 140. Chris, you got a busy weekend ahead. You and John, you're going to the Seattle match. Uh, you got head-to-head battle there. Seattle plus 120, Galaxy yep. plus 250. Drink a lot of water. Stay <laughs> safe. Yep, we, we will. We uh, we got the three TV set up here. We're gonna watch a little March Madness and um, you know just do our thing. And it'd be good to get John out to a uh, Sounders game. And, and hopefully, I'm wrong about the Galaxy. Hopefully, the Sounders can get back to their winning ways. Are you are you a Badgers fan? Basketball yeah, Badgers fan. Okay. Born and raised. Hometown. All right. Well, I gotta I gotta You got your Sparty out. Yeah, Adam, Adam, right, Adam, we're going against each other. Yeah, we're going at it here in uh what do we got tipping about two hours, fifteen minutes. Yep. This is basketball and wagers now. But since you're watching this and like wagering, I put out I'm putting out constant betting, college basketball content. I had a... As a machine. I tweeted out three games this morning. All of them hit. That's right. We got college basketball winners on this podcast. We got soccer winners on this podcast. We got everything. What else do you need? All right, Chris. Thanks for joining me. This has been Kits in Wagers. Came week 29 in the Premier League. Rotowire.com. Go there. Watch our videos. Listen to our podcast, like and subscribe. Chris, thanks for joining me. Enjoy your weekend. Um, Cheers.